Like, where are we both trying to go here? Let's start out there. And um, it's such a powerful thing because it eases the tension. It brings clarity. And um, you can start to work backwards. Hey guys, welcome back to the Be Better Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Royce. Today I'm shooting at my house and um, this is like the third attempt because my son would barge in and throw things at me and then try to play with me. So I'll have to stop and pause it and replay it all over again. So if he if he jumps back in, I don't think I'm just going to keep rolling. So, um, But he is outside right now, so I have an opportunity to shoot a quick podcast because I made a an offer to shoot 21 contents in 21 days and um i'm here to fulfill it so don't punch me and um the topic today guys is is all about winning friends you know it's it's not only winning friends but it's also influencing people so if you have friends that you're trying to influence to make an impact or to change for the better right this is going to be an important episode but also if you have kids or maybe you have employees or coworkers or maybe even your boss and you're trying to get something done, this topic can absolutely be a game changer, especially if you start to practice some of these tools. And um, guys, where you guys can find this is Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And there's a plethora of books that has a gajillion ways to get people to like you and also influence them. So, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pull my top three that I use on just an innate basis, I feel like, in a natural basis. And uh, I, I I believe it's really helped me, you know, uh, move my my career forward. It allowed me to really you know ha- surround myself with an amazing team, surround myself with some really good friends, and also some some pretty, pretty amazing clients as well. And um, I'm going to share with you those three that I that I have and I use on a frequently frequent basis. And um, the first one is is pretty small, and a lot of times, not a whole lot of people use it, which I think is super surprising. And it's just remembering people's names. It seems so small, but that little small word is so connected with the person you're talking to, especially if they're older, they're 20, 30, 40 years old, they have 40 years of wiring with that name. So when that name pops up, their ears perk up, and then when their ears perk up, they're just listening more. It just happens. And um, and use it. I mean, I, the way I like to do it is I get their names first. I have to physically write it down. I can't just remember it on my head. I actually have to physically write it down on my hand. I could write it on a notepad. I normally write it on the whiteboard because I'm in I'm in a, a gym a majority of the times, and um, it just it just becomes more concrete. So when I'm asking questions and I'm acknowledging them, or um, I'm, I'm letting them know about a particular uh, topic, I'm using their names, and they just feel more connected. Um, and I know some of you guys are like, Royce, but what if I'm what if I'm really bad with names? And when I hear that, guys, it just really means you're just not really interested in people. It's one thing you have to remember, right? When you say I'm not interested in people's names, 
you're really just more interested in everything but not them, right? So it is a skill that takes some practice and some people are just really good at it. And I'm going to tell you, I wasn't good at it. And sometimes I still forget and I have to ask a second time, but that second time I'm, I'm, I'm concrete and it becomes such a integral part in me helping people and influencing people to do some amazing things and um, really make good friends along the way. Yes, you eventually get so good that you can remember a name the first day and then you could eventually remember a name and you haven't seen him for two years. And I'm absolutely amazed by it because I still I still have it. I'm like, wow, I can't believe I still remember them. Um, and they, they perk up. They're like, what? Who is this guy? This guy really does care. I haven't even seen him for two years and he still remembers my name. How powerful would that be? You meet one person, two years later, they remember your name, even for 10, 20 minute talk or five minute talk. And they, it's just, it's just a game changer when you start to do that at that type of level. So if you guys are not remembering names and using names, do that immediately and don't abuse it either. I've had, I've, I've actually had, I've taught a coach how to use this this method and uh he overused it a little too much it was like hey john how are you john john can you do this for me hey john that looks good but john i think i need you to do this don't be a little, don't be creepy this thing can absolutely backfire on you use their name just enough don't overuse it it becomes really creepy so just use it enough and remember their names um so with that said let's go to number two the number two that I absolutely use, and I'm just, I'm just curious all the time. I, just, I, I, I'm innately curious. I want to know every single thing, and the whole thing is, you need to be more interested in them, and not be more interesting, right? They don't really care how interesting you really are. They want to know that you're interested in them. And um, the way I do this is I just ask a ton of questions about them, where they're from, why they came here, you know, what do they do for a living? Why did they do that? What's hard about it? Um, what are some crazy stuff that you do at your work? Whatever it is, I'm so interested in understanding what their world is. They become, they just innately become interested in mine. And um, a lot of times, uh, I don't even talk about myself until they really ask, right? And uh, they're so bought in because, guys, the truth of the matter is the most, like everyone in their own lives, they're the main actors. Like they're the main actors in their movie. And um, and uh, you're really just a supporting actor. So once you start to understand that, you can really start to get them to feel that they are very, very important. And they are, guys. They're, they're very important in their own world. And um, just being interested in them as, as opposed to being interesting is, is how you can get people to really start to listen to you and collaborate with you because they, they, they innately will do the same thing. They'll be the supporting actor for your, for your role or whatever the role that is. Um, and, and, and if you guys want to make this really, really practical, try remembering a time that a person just starts talking about themselves the entire time. They just say how good they are here, how amazing they are here. And you kind of just start to roll your eyes over, 
right? It doesn't even really pertain to you because they're just talking about themselves. And, um, and, uh, it's, it's a really quick way to, to, to have people like, oh, this guy's weird, right? So, so be more interested in them. Be sincerely interested in them. Again, this can backfire on you if you're just asking questions without really no follow-up, like you weren't listening. How old are you? Okay. Where are you from? Okay. There's no follow-up. There should still be a follow-up of another question that allows you to be more curious, get more clarity on who this person is. Don't just ask questions for the sake of questions. It's um, Again, it's creepy. And number one, it just seems like you're a robot or you're trying to do something um, like auspicious. You're, you're, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you guys steal their data or something. Um, and that's, uh, that is number two, guys. Be more interested instead of being interesting. And uh, the last one, and I use this often actually when I have hard conversations, a conversation where we both don't agree on something. And um, if you guys ever get into arguments with your wife or your husband or your kids, if they're old enough, or your friends or your employees, like this is absolutely a game changer. And sometimes I forget to use it, but a majority of time now I can pause and be like, all right, I got to use this tactic because this is going to be absolutely beneficial, especially if you're trying to get things done the right way. And um, this particular uh, practice is is getting getting to agree on something early on. And and the way this works is if you are having a major argument with you and your wife or you and your employee, start the conversation with, "Hey, I get it. What are some things that we're we're trying to move towards that are very very common?" Right? Like where are we both trying to go here? Let's start out there. And um it's such a powerful thing because it eases the tension. It brings clarity. And um, you can start to work backwards. And uh, what's, what's really, really cool about this, guys, is it diffuses the whole conflict between you and the other person. And it actually brings you guys closer. And um, the way this worked uh, in the past for me was like, and, and this one specifically with my wife and I, and um, you know we didn't agree on on things as far as I, I work a lot. I absolutely work a lot, right? And um, what we said was like, hey, like where are we both trying to? What are we both trying to do? And um, and we got, we got to agree that that we just both want to be really happy, you know, and. Um, and then you start to compromise. You start to find these things. I was like, okay, well, this this is what makes me happy. What is make what makes you happy? Well, I I want to spend some time. And I was like, perfect. So let's schedule that because I'm very schedule oriented. I need to understand that I have a schedule. So let's go ahead and book that ahead of time because my schedule is so um, it's so controlled and allows me to really reduce my anxiety when I know exactly what's going to happen. And if it's not on the schedule, it's not on the calendar, it freaks me out. And we were able to understand that from, from my lens. And I was also able to understand it from her lens. She really wants to, to, to just, just spend more time together. And, and it's not even an, a, like a whole day. Sometimes it's just 30 minutes. Sometimes it's just an hour. And uh, just clarifying that communication and allowing both of our worlds to work together 
is such a special feeling. So if you're tr- if you're if you're right in that conversation where you're, where you're just you know it's going to be a hard conversation, start out with that question. It's like, what do we both want? Like, what do we both want out of this? And um, when you do find that common ground, it's such a smoother ride, guys. And then now you're able to influence each other. Number one, right? And um, number two, probably even remain friends and even gain more friends because of it. And uh, when you're able to to communicate at that level, more people are attracted to you because you're just like, whoa, you're cool, bro, right? So um, it's such a uh, it's, it's such an important skill set to to acquire. And um, if you guys are not using any of these guys, I know it seems so small and simple. For some of you guys, probably do it all the time already. But for those of you that are not, really start to practice these things. I've been practicing it for 15 years maybe even more and it's really got me into some special places you know special relationships um special levels of my health and my fitness and my finances so it's an awesome skill set to absolutely be better and just to recap the first one is just remember their names like sincerely remember their names write it down put it on your phone shoot make a make a funny name about it you know royce the rocket right royce the rabbit and sometimes you remember it that way number two is you got to be more interested in them absolutely be more interested in them and not be the person that's interesting they're the main character in their movie and you're just the supporting character and the third one is get them to agree early on especially if you're if you're in an argument, you know, or if you're trying to move a particular direction, an entire team, an entire staff, move into the direction that you want, establish some common ground, establish some common goals, and uh, and then and then and then work backwards. You'll 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 move much more fluid, and it'll be more collaborative, and there'll absolutely be less conflict. I'm not saying it's zero percent conflict, but sometimes, but but sometimes it's just much less. So hopefully this topic resonates with you guys. Um, I'm going to shoot another podcast here really soon. And uh, if you guys are not following me on IG, follow me at, at Royce LaGuarta. I've been doing Murph every single day. In these next seven days, I'm going to be doing it twice a day. So and, uh, and just to push my body. I love to push my body, and I feel like I'm really adapted to it. My recovery has been on point. Um, I got the right team around me. I have the right nutrition lately. Um, I've been doing all of my rehab stuff prior to my exercises and post-exercise especially. And uh, I feel the most clear in, in my mind when I, when I put my body through this. That's why I'm doing it. And obviously the body transformation is amazing as well. So um, follow me there, guys, because and, and, uh, normally I'll, I'll, I'll share a nugget or two. Um, going through that that fitness journey which is amazing so um if you guys like if you guys like this episode share subscribe give us a rating it allows us to reach more people and um i'll see you guys soon be better